This is probably one of my favorite songs. One of the lines in this song says, um, of all the things there to see, nothing else matters to me. I know that there are a bunch of people in heaven that I can't wait to see. But more importantly, I can't wait to see Jesus' face.
day she got the call that stopped her life and ever since that moment he prayed God with you she got weaker by the minute in that hospital bed and she could see that he was mad at God so she took his hand and said what if God says no it don't mean he loves us less it just means he knows what's best what if God says no it's enough we have his grace so don't let go of your faith what if god says no just south of atlanta it's been slow out on his job but now he's loving on his family and he's time to talk to god he's praying that a miracle will turn his business back around but what if god gives him the answer that his grace is good for now what if god says no just means he knows what's best what if god says no it's enough we have his grace so don't let go of your faith what if god But God saw the bigger picture that it had to be done. So as much as it hurt, he couldn't say yes to his son. It don't mean he loves us less. enough we have his grace so don't let go of your faith what if God says no Miss Jennifer I'm going to make things worse on you and I'm going to ask you to sing it again at invitation you just can't please me, can you? Second Samuel chapter seven.
When you find your place, if you would stand with me to honor the reading of God's Word. If there's anything worth standing up for, it's the Word of God. 2 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 1. And it came to pass when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given him rest, ran about from all of his enemies, that the king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in thine heart, for the Lord is with thee. It came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go, and tell my servant David, Thus saith the Lord, Shall thou build me a house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in the tent and in the tabernacle. And all the places wherein I have walked with all the children of Israel spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me a house of cedar? Now therefore so shalt thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coat, from following the sheep to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest, and I have cut off all thine enemies, out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Hadn't God been good to us? Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel. I'll plant them that ye may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest from all thine enemies, also the Lord telleth thee, that he will make thee a house, and when thy days be fulfilled, means when he dies, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it away from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thy house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Then when King David then went King David in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God. But thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? And what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, knowest thy servant. For thy word's sake, and according to thy own heart, hast thou done all of these great things to make thy servant know them. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God. There is none like thee. Neither is there any God beside thee. According to all that we have heard with our ears, dear Heavenly Father, Bless the reading of your word this morning. Lord, help us to trust in you. Lord, when things doesn't make sense, when we don't understand, help us to trust in you. God, I'm glad to be reminded you're still on your throne. Lord, you're still at work. 
When we're sleeping, you're awake. When we're low, you're high. When we're give out, you're just getting started. Lord, remind us that you're still on your throne. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I think you know what I'm preaching on. When God says no. When God says no. There are times in our life that you will ask God for something in your spiritual life and He's going to tell you no. There are going to be times in your life that you are going to be in need and in want and of great desire. There will be times that you will have a pure heart you will have pure intentions and you will have pure motives. And you will go to God and you will ask God to grant you something. You will ask God to answer your prayer. And there will be times in your spiritual life that He's going to say no. I want to speak to you on that subject when God says no. And I do want to focus on the short times, the small times, the few times that God has told us no. And that God will tell us no. But friend, I don't want to just focus on the times that he said no. I want to remind you of the times that he said yes. And we could talk about the times that he said no. But if we wait out the times he said no compared to the times that he said yes. I believe God has said yes more than he's told us no. And I believe God has been good to us and he has answered our prayer and he's been faithful to us to hear our cry and to hear our call. And, and child of God, he has told us yes over and over and over again. And praise the name of the Lord that he answers prayer. Praise the name of the Lord that he hears our cry and he hears our call. But there are those few times in our life that God is going to tell us no. There are those small times in our life and few times in our life that we will pour out our hearts to God. Our intentions will be pure. Our motives will be pure. We will want it maybe even to increase His kingdom. Not, not even something selfish. But God will say no. I'm reminded this morning when I read this story of, of King David who had a great desire, had a pure desire. His desire was to build the house of God. For, for all of these years, the, the, the Ark of the Covenant has been outside of Jerusalem. He finally got it to Jerusalem. He wanted to build a temple to house the presence of God. These are pure desires that this man had. God, or David said, I want to build your temple. God said, no. This was something to increase the kingdom of God. This was something not just to benefit David, but to benefit God and all of Israel. But God said no. If this man ever had a desire and a love in his life, he wanted to build the temple of God. And God said no. I'm reminded through Scripture of all the times that God said no. If you remember, this is not the first time that God told David no. When David requested that his baby would live, God told him no. I'm reminded when David said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who can tell whether God will be gracious to me that the child may live? But God said no. I'm reminded when Moses wanted to see the glory of God. And God said no. I'm reminded of when Moses wanted to see the Canaan land and get into the promised land. He had a pure desire, but God told him no. I'm reminded of when the Apostle Paul 
wanted to go into Asia Minor and to preach the Word of God, but God said no. He said no. In fact, the Bible said, Paul said, and we were forbidden by the Holy Ghost to preach the Word in Asia. I'm reminded of when Paul had a thorn in his flesh. And he said, remove this thorn from me. And God said no. But he said, my grace will be sufficient. I'm reminded of when Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane knowing what's about to happen, knowing the soldiers were coming, knowing that He's about to go to Golgotha and lay down His life. And He simply prayed, God, Father, if Thou be willing, remove this cup from Me. But God said no. The Bible said, nevertheless, not My will, but Thine be done. God said no. He said no to David. He said no to Paul. He said no to Moses. And He even told His own son no. If He'll tell Jesus no, He'll tell you no. And I don't always understand why He tells us no. I don't always understand the mind of God and the plan of God. But rest assured that God knows what He's doing. And child of God, our job is not to question God. Our job is to trust God. I want you to notice, number one, the requests of His people are delayed. I want you to notice that God's people are invited to make requests. If you look here in 2 Samuel chapter 7, he had this great desire. What did he do with this great desire? He took it to God. He said, God, this is what I want you to do. This is what I feel in my heart, and I want this. I want this. This is my desire. If you'll look in the book of Psalms, Hundreds of times is it recorded where David cried out to God. In fact, David talked about one time he was in the miry clay and he cried out and God picked him up and set his feet upon the rock, got him out of that miry clay and established his goings. So God had answered his prayer many, 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 many times. But here is David at the end of his ministry and he said, God, I want to do this. And this is the same man that prayed that God would keep his baby alive. But God said no. David's been told no before. But he kept trusting the Lord. And he said, God, I want to build you a house. And he said no. But isn't it humbling to think that David was invited to the throne of God to bring all of his desires and all of his wants to the very throne of God. I'm so thankful today that I have a place to go when there's nobody else to go to, that I'm invited by a holy and righteous God to come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden. We have an invitation by God to bring our petitions, to cry out to Him, God, this is what's going on. I'm laying this down, and I am so thankful that I don't serve a dead God, but I serve a living God who's alive and well at the right hand of the throne of God that knows everything that's going on. And bless God, He cares about what's going on in my life. He knows every hair on my head. He knows my stature. He knows everything there is to know about me. And he said, Josh, if you got something you're struggling with, bring it to me. Bring it to me. Child of God, you don't have to keep carrying your burdens around. You can bring it to Jesus. You can take it to Jesus and you can take all of your burdens and your petitions and lay it down at the throne of God. Aren't you thankful today for prayer? Aren't you thankful today we don't pray in the name of Muhammad or Balaam? I don't pray praying all of them false gods because they're not real gods. We pray in the name of Jesus. 
And in the name of Jesus, we lift up our petitions to God. And Jesus is our high priest, and He's the mediator between us and God, and He's carrying our petitions before the very throne of an Almighty God. Whoo, man, isn't that beautiful? To think that everything and every problem that I have, I can approach God with. He says, come, come, come unto me. Not only are we invited, but He has promised to fulfill our requests. I want you to look, hold your place there. Turn to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. First John chapter 5. I'm reminded in Mark chapter 11, Jesus said, Therefore I say unto you, that what so things ever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Didn't Jesus say that if we knock, that He'll open the door for us? If we ask, we will receive? And so God has invited us to come in, and then God has invited us that He would answer our prayer. And that He would grant these things to us. I want you to look in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. Do y'all trust Him today? And the Bible said this is the confidence. You ought to have confidence in God. You ought to trust God. And this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He'll hear us. Aren't you glad He hears us? And if we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. That's confidence. We can be confident in God that we can carry our petitions to Him and He will hear us and He will grant these things. But there's a little portion in verse 14 that we don't like. Here's a little thing that, that, that stirs the whole mess within our hearts and within our minds. It said if we ask anything according to His will, and child of God, you say, preacher, you, you told me that God says no. And then you say, God will answer everything. But the trick is, the, 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 the thing is here, is that it's according to His will. It's according to His sovereign will. Now I want you to think about something. God is big. He's the creator of the universe. He oversees everything that's going on. He's got the whole world in His hands this morning. Everything is spinning and continues to go forward because there's an almighty God in heaven. Okay? The Bible said His thoughts are above our thoughts. His ways are above our ways. God has a plan. If you look back to the Garden of Eden, when, when man fell, God had a plan. Before the foundation of the earth, He had a plan to send Jesus to die for sinners. As you go through the Bible, there's times that you're thinking, man, how can man be saved? There's no way out of this. God had a plan. God had a plan. You listen to this preacher this morning. God has a plan for you. God has a plan in your life. I don't know what you're going through, but God does. And God's got a plan for you. When you think everybody else don't care, and that may be true, but you listen, God cares. And God knows what's going on, and God's got a plan. You trust in the plan of God because it's not about your will, but it's about His will. And that's where you fight and I fight because sometimes we don't like the will of God. Because sometimes inside the will of God we get the answer, no. But God, I want this. David wanted to build the temple, but it wasn't within God's will for David to build the temple. 
It wasn't within His will. I want you to go back to our text. Go to 1 Chronicles 28. Go there first. 1 Chronicles 28. We're invited to make requests. We're promised that our requests will be fulfilled. But understand that God fulfills our request in His time. It's according to His will. I want you to look in 1 Chronicles 28 in verse 3. But God said unto me, Thou shalt not build a house for my name, because thou hast been a man of war and hast shed blood. Now I want you to go back to our text. David made this request, God, I want to build your house. God said no. David, I'm not going to allow you to build my house. God said no to David. And if he'll say no to David, he'll say no to you. But understand when God says no, God has a reason. And I know sometimes that us as Christians, we act like God is the genie in the bottle. And that every time we need something, we can rub the bottle, here comes the genie, and he's going to grant every wish that we have. Child of God, your walk with God is not like going to Burger King. It's not always about having it your way. It's about having it the way of God. And it's about having it in His plan and in His time. Child of God, God knows what He's doing. And He told David no, but when He told David no, He had a reason. And when He tells you no, He's got a reason. And God's got it all planned out. So He goes into this story with David. And I, I love how in verse 8, notice what He said. He said, Now therefore, so shall thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coat, from following the sheep to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee, whithersoever thou wentest. Thou cut off all thine enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of great men that are in the earth. What is God doing? God is reminding David that God's been good to David, and that God has carried him all of this way. And if God could get him to this point, God could carry him on. And if he could trust in him up to this moment, and God hadn't failed him yet, that God's not going to fail him any time soon. That even though he doesn't get what he wants, he's still on his throne, God is still good, and we can trust in him. Listen to me, child of God. When he tells you no, you be reminded that he's always been there for you. And that he's been faithful to you. And if he's done it in the past, bless God, he's going to do it today. And if he's going to do it today, he's going to do it tomorrow. Hey, God hadn't changed. You may have changed, but he hadn't changed. He's still on his throne. He's the same God that he's always been. Aren't you thankful He doesn't change? Aren't you thankful that He's the same God that you can trust in? Now let's keep going. In verse 10, Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more. Neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. And as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, I have caused thee to rest from all of thine enemies. He said, David, I've been good to you. I've been faithful to you, and the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee a house. Now listen to what he said. And when thy days be fulfilled, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers. And I'll set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed after thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. So what is God saying? He's saying no, but he's saying yes. 
He's saying, David, I'm going to answer your prayer, but I'm not going to answer it in the time that you want it answered. I'm going to answer it in my time. I don't want you to build my house because you've been a man of war. I want your son, Solomon, to build my house. And God has given him the promise, you'll never see the temple built, but the temple and the house of God will be built. David, I'm going to answer your prayer, but it's not going to be in the time that you want it answered. Oh. Isn't that horrible? But God, I know. But God, I want. But God, I think. God said, no, David, I know. And I think. And I see. Because this ain't just about you, David. When you were saved, you laid your life down and you gave it to me. And it's no longer just about David, but it's about my kingdom. And it's about building it up. And it's not all about what David wants, but it's about what I want. And David, this is good and this is great. But I, man, it, let me pass this down. And your son will build the house. And I'll establish his kingdom. I'll establish his throne. You know what he's saying? I'm going to bless more than just you. I'm going to bless the entire house of Israel through the promise and through the request that you made. And let's go a step a little further. Not only did he promise Israel through this, but he promised the whole world. Because he said, upon thy throne, thy throne will last forever. Thy seed will last forever. Your kingdom will be forever. Who's he talking about? He's talking about Jesus. He's talking about the Son of God. And he said, David, you think this temple is all about you and me in this temple? It's not. It's about the big picture. And David, I see the big picture. And I see that through your seed, I'm going to prosper your seed. And I'm going to bless your seed. And through your seed will come a Savior. If you can't amen that, you're dead. Ha! Come on, folks, wake up this morning. He said, listen, you don't got it all figured out, but I got it figured out. And I see the big picture. You don't understand why you can't have this, but I'm going to say yes, but not right now. My kids come to me, Daddy, 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 Daddy. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I? I don't know. Well, can I, can I, can I? I don't know. Well, let me think about it. Ain't that what we say? Let me think about it. But daddy, 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 daddy. Isn't that how we are with God? Oh, God, 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 help us. Trust Him, folks. He sees the big picture. He knows what He's doing. And child of God, when you gave your life to Him, it was no longer about you. Let God use you in a way that only God can. Understand that God fulfills our request in His time and He fulfills it His way. His way. And His way is always best. My way is not always best. I make mistakes. Y'all don't believe that, do you? I'm glad y'all didn't amen that. But God don't make mistakes. And God doesn't tell lies. And God makes promises that He's going to keep. And sometimes He says no. But child of God, trust in Him. Now this part you're not going to like. But it says the character of His people is developed. When God says no, He's building us. And He's molding us in a way that would bring Him honor and glory. 
Look in verse 18, Then went King David in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? Hmm. And this was yet a small thing in thy sight. And now what we tell the Lord, God, this is just something small. This is just something small, O Lord God, but thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. Huh. David, you can't do it now, but it's going to happen when you leave. He promised him prosperity and preservation here. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? What can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, knowest thy servant for thy word's sake, and according to thy own heart hast thou done all these things. Sometimes you have no control over what's going on in your life. It's going on because of the Word of God and the heart of God. And you have no control. Isn't that scary? Because I'm, I love control. Y'all know that. I like control. God said, Josh, let go of it. Because I'm in control. Notice what he said. Hast thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them? He's doing something with the servant, ain't he? He's building the character of David. Right there, I would have said, God, I'm mad at you. God, give me. God, my, my loved ones got cancer and I've asked you to heal them. And you said no. God, I ask you that my parent wouldn't die and you said no. I ask you that you'd give me that promotion and you said no. I asked, I asked for this and I asked for this, but you said no. Man, we whine like a bunch of babies to the Lord sometimes. <laughs> David said, Wherefore thou art great. O Lord God, for there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. This man was a man of faith. He was a man of character. When we would have whined and when we would have argued with God, you know what he did? He praised the name of the Lord. Child of God, if you'll quit asking Him why, and you'll quit complaining and blaming, and just praise His holy name, God will mold you and make you into a vessel that would bring Him honor. I'm telling you through this time, He's trying to develop you to help you grow in character. He wants to make you a better Christian. Let me tell you something. If God answered everything we asked for, we'd be a bunch of spoiled brats. <laughs> if, if God answered everything we asked, wouldn't there be so much confusion in this world? But He's trying to build us. He's trying to help us to grow in character. He's trying to help us to grow in patience. Oh me. <laughs> Whew. I hate patience. Don't pray for patience, folks. Oh, I don't want to wait. I want it right now, God. God says, hold on. It's coming. Child of God, you listen. It's coming. The no may be right now, but in time it's coming. And it may be in a different way than you thought or that you asked for, but it's coming. you got to wait. What did David say? I said it. I cried unto him. He heard my cry. He picked me up. But you know those first few words? Oh, I can't stand it. I waited patiently. I waited patiently. 
I waited patiently. God, give me, give me, give me, give me. And he says, wait. Connor says, daddy, daddy, daddy. And I say, wait. No, 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 no. Connor don't want to wait. And we don't want to wait either. We want everything right now. And God said, you trust me. If we never had to wait, we'd never have to trust Him. If you got everything every time you ask it, you would never have to trust in the Lord. He's trying to develop your faith. He's trying to increase your faith. If God granted us everything we asked, we would be spoiled brats. And we would be so faithless. You know what else He's doing? He's trying to get us more committed and more sold out. Because you know why when I can't have it, Brother Carl, you know what I got to do? I got to wait and I got to trust Him and I got to stay committed to Him. I got to trust in Him and keep walking with Him every day. When it doesn't make sense, I got to just hold on and say, God, I know You're in control. And you're going to take care of this. When God won't heal that family member, when God let that parent die, what you say? When God allowed this tragedy to take place, and you ask and you ask, and He said no. Child of God, He's not doing this because He's punishing you. He's not doing this because He hates you. He's doing this because He's trying to get you to develop in your faith, in your patience, in your commitment to Him. And you don't see the answer right now. You don't see the long-term picture. But God's got it all in control. God knows what He's doing. And you may be in tears right now. You may be in nothing but faith and prayer and commitment to God. God, do this, do this. But I believe, Brother Carl, there's coming a day we're going to shout and rejoice when God answers our prayer. It's not going to be in our time, but it's going to be in His time. It's not going to be in my way, but it's going to be in His way. Jesus went to the garden. He said, would you let this cup pass from me? You know what Jesus is asking? Don't let me go to the cross. God said no. And folks, I hate it for Jesus. Before the whole world, I praise the name of the Lord. That God knew what He was doing. And God said no. And He said, you're going to go to the cross and you're going to die. Jesus, this isn't about you. This is about my kingdom and my plan and my purpose. Get in line with me. Child of God, we need to get in line with Him. Miss Jennifer, can you try it again? Bless your heart. Miss Holly, come and help her. When God says no, some of you have been told no. Some of you sitting here this morning and just the last few weeks God's told you no. Child of God, now's not the time to be discouraged. Now's not the time to question. Now's the time to pray. Now's the time to hold on. Now's the time to trust Him and look to Him. That He understands the big picture and that He's got it all under control. Brother Hayden's in view of a call. You know what I prayed? Selfishly. What if God tells me no? I remember a day that I prayed the same prayer for Brother Trey. God told me no. 
There's a lot of things I've asked for this church that God would bless us and do this and do this, and there's been times that God said no. But if I could tell you all the times He said yes, and all the prayers He's answered, and Miss B, I believe this. He may have said no for the time, but the yes is coming. It's not coming in my time, it's coming in His time. And it's coming His way. Because He knows what's best.